Thanks for joining us today for Our Joy Project, a podcast created by Bayes Communications. I'm Kelly Young, your host. Our Joy Project is a personal passion project of mine. I'm making it part of my mission to find and share joy. I'll talk to my guests about joy, how they define it, their last experience with it, and how they share it with others. This podcast isn't about my joy, though. It's really about our joy. During times when things around us feel so dark and there's a lot of negative energy around us, I believe we can still spark joy. This is Our Joy Project. Thanks for listening. If you ever thought about starting a podcast of your own, All Indiana Podcast Network can help you get started. Here's your chance to talk about the things you love, history, hobbies, vacation and travel, investing, true crime, love and romance, furry friends, whatever you like. Share your stories and start a podcast today. All Indiana Podcast Network can help you create, produce, distribute, and promote your podcast. For more information, email contact at allindianapodcast.com. That's contact at allindianapodcast.com. Hi, my friends. I'm Kelly Young. And as you know, I'm on the search to find joy and share joy. And I am excited today to talk to an old friend and colleague of mine. We worked together at Hetrick Communications. I don't even know how many years ago that was, Kristen, but um, it was a while ago. 16 years I started there. Oh, I was going to say like five or six years. We're already (laughs) 16 years. All right. Well, 16 years ago, we worked together at Hetrick Communications and now Kristen's at Indiana Humanities. And so Kristen, I will let you introduce yourself to our listeners, but I'm so thrilled to connect with you and to see you today. Thank you, Kelly. It's so great to be here and I'm excited to take part in your passionate joy project. So I'm Kristen Fuswells. Um, as you mentioned, I'm with Indiana Humanities. I'm a lifelong Hoosier, and I live in Greencastle with my husband and our seven-year-old son and five-year-old twin girls. I love and it. a dog. <laughs> and what? And a dog. <laughs> and a dog. I love it. I watch. I love watching your posts. And we're recording this um, right now. It's at the end of uh, February, and we got snow. And I know you guys have been able to play in the snow. I just miss that age. That's such a fun age. So. It is enjoy that. Well, um, before we start talking about joy, what do you have going on at Indiana Humanities that we should know and where can people follow you? Yeah, thanks. So we're trying to um, get some joy into our lives during this winter, you know, wonderland that we had out there. So we did a slow moments film. If you're not familiar with that term, it's kind of a meditative, exploratory way of looking at film. And so think about staring at a waterfall for a couple of minutes or watching the trees blow in the wind and how kind of that relaxes you or as you hear water from the waterfall trickle by. And then we pair it with writing, Indiana writers, and the voiceover kind of, again, explore sycamore trees while you're looking at sycamore trees. So we created this 10 minute film. It's available on our website at nextincampfires.org. And then we're encouraging people to create their own slow moment. So go out into nature, pick your favorite spot, Just hold your camera up for a minute and see what happens on the screen. Watch the trees um, in the wind, listen to the birds chirping, see what you can capture in kind of a minute long and show off your favorite spot in nature. That is so great. And then are you wanting people to upload those? Yeah. So we'll Instagram is kind of where we're encouraging people to go. So you can use the hashtag I in slow moments and all that information is on the website. 
Okay, that's very cool. And you have something come up coming up shortly thereafter, right? In April? We do. So we're always behind the scenes working on something new. And our next project is called Bookmark Indie. And it's a one-of-a-kind literary exploration of Indianapolis through the eyes of the writers who call it home. So Bookmark Indie is going to launch on April 12th with 19 physical site markers that identify places that these writers have written about. But in typical Indiana communities fashion, there's so much more than just a site. So there's a mobile experience. There's an artistic response to that piece of work. So it might be a painting or a dance. Um, and then there's an event that we're going to have happen at each of those 19 places 19 weeks after the launch. And we think it's going to bring, again, people joy to see the writers who've made Indianapolis home and how they've represented it in their works. I love that. Well, yeah, you definitely have a lot going on both professionally and then personally at home as well too. But yeah, Indiana Humanities is doing some and has always done some incredible work, but I've really enjoyed watching how you guys have uh, continued to engage and entertain people during this time as well too, because we all do need to continue to have that joy and experiences and make connections as well too. So yeah, so I'm so glad to have you on the show today to talk about <laughs> that and then also to talk about joy. So thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, well, we'll get started with the questions and there's no right or wrong answer. So see, you're, you're good already. Uh, the first one is really around defining joy. How do you define joy? What does joy mean to you? So as I thought about this, I've been thinking about the book that I've been reading lately, which is called Book of Delights by Ross Gay. And he's an Indiana poet. And he actually won our book award for nonfiction last year in the Indiana Authors Awards. And he writes about what delights him. So he wrote a series of essays every day for a year about things that delight him. And so I thought about how delight and joy and happiness kind of were all related. And to him, delight is more fleeting. It's a text message from someone you haven't spoken with in a while that makes you reminisce about something. Um, it's my son, you know, maybe finally mastering a knock-knock joke, right? Something that, that happens and, it, and it's kind of gone. But joy to me is something deeper. It's emotional. And I think of joy from that movie Inside Out. I don't know if you're familiar with it. But oh, yeah. It's how you approach life. It's your conversations. It's how you approach change and disappointment. And so to me, joy, like with your family and your career and your life, leads to happiness. And the other thing I, I think I love about joy, and, and I think maybe it's trying, it's something you're trying to do with the podcast, is that it's effusive, it's contagious. I think it's just something that we pass on to each other. I love that. Yeah, I, I do think joy is contagious, and I love to catch it when I'm not <laughs> feeling it. Yeah. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why I started the podcast was just, you know, it's not a joyful time when I started it. Still not, you know, we're still in the pandemic. We're still dealing with whatever we might be dealing with. And, um, you know, why not have a good conversation around joy? Maybe it'll spark something in you. And uh, yeah, definitely contagious. So thank you for that. I love that. So the second question is around the last time you experienced joy and what was that like? So there's so many options here because I do truly feel like I'm a, a joyful person. Lots of things bring me joy, um, even in the midst of all of this. Um, but I think what sticks out right now is that I'm knee deep in planning a trip and I need an adventure. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, so like many people, I love traveling. And although we did get a trip into Michigan last summer, it's been a long year. Um, so in the last few weeks, I've been planning a trip to Costa Rica with my husband and my best friend and her husbands, who we are also desperate to spend some quality time with. 
and the house party app, you know, is just not, not cutting it on our relationship. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of the expectation of joy with the trip of getting away of experiencing another country and culture and seeing my friends and relaxing. But I also love the excitement of planning the trip itself. So researching where we'll stay and getting the best flight deal and where we're going to go and eat. That always brings me joy too. I love that. Um, I have a good friend of mine, Sybil, who is there now and she keeps, so we'll offline. I can <laughs> yeah, send me the beats, <laughs> but she will send, you know, pictures. And of course here in Indiana, we've got a snowstorm. She's, you know, kayaking and, you know, on the beach and here's this, you know, beautiful walk that I did. And there were monkeys she, that have now continue to haunt me. Um, the sound of these monkeys. Uh, but I love, love, love that's on my, um, wish list to go to Costa Rica. Yeah. I've been, I've been eyeing that one for a while. So I'm excited it's going to come true. Well, good for you. I'm glad you're able to. Experience. So fingers crossed, everything will be okay for us to travel. It's in the summer. So yes, fingers are crossed for sure for you, my friend. All right. Well, the last question is around how we can share and spread joy and how are you doing that? I know you're doing it through work and everything that, that you guys are doing programming wise and event wise, but what are some ways that you're sharing and spreading joy? Yeah, thanks. I do. I do think we do that in in my work. And that's why I love my job. I get to spread joy through the humanities every day. Um, to people who are lifelong learners, we provide an opportunity for that delight and joy through books and films and participating in conversations and visiting museums. So I do love that. But there are three kind of ways I outlined was I, as I was preparing about how I think I spread joy or how I hope I spread joy. And the first is um, a spirit of generosity. So I was raised by a defense attorney and a teacher who really shaped my outlook on life. And then my boss, Kira Amstutz, in a more professional setting has awakened in me what I never knew what to call it, but she calls it a spirit of generosity. And to me, that exhibits, you know, always writing a thank you note, believing the best in other people, comforting my child if they're you know, having a bad day. So in general, being you know, generous with my time and thanking others for theirs is one way that I hope I exhibit that. Um, the second one is empowerment. I was so fortunate to be empowered by people all throughout my career, from high school teachers to colleagues like you, to Kira again, and I've always, you know, tried to pay it back. So it's why I love working with interns. It's my favorite part of being a manager of people to give them a project and see them, you know, knock it out of the park. And, you know, at this point in my life, as an unapologetic feminist, like I know you are as well, it's why I've it. tried... <laughs> It's why I've tried to find a creative way to help young girls feel more empowered and talk about their role models. And, and to me, if you wonder how empowerment leads to joy, I think about the joy in your child's face, who was empowered to fly and land a plane by herself. Yes. <laughs> I still can't yes. believe. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love that. And then the, the third way is just really pandemic related. It's being present in a Zoom world. So I really try to bring my whole self into a Zoom meeting because I wanna show you that I care about what you're talking about, that I'm here for you. Um, there's nothing worse than staring at a bunch of names instead of faces or people looking blankly back at you or down at their phone. So I'm really trying to be an engaged listener and you know, nodding and smiling and maybe giving a reaction or two. That is so great. I love that. Yeah, I, it is hard when you're on those Zoom meetings and you either see people's initials or a phone number or a fake picture. You're like, I, it's hard enough that we're not together in a room, 
uh, let alone to not be able to, you know, see eyes and a smile and, and that sort of thing. So that is such a beautiful answer. This is why I knew this was going to be a good conversation because I remember in our days at Hetrick, you were always so well organized. You were always so well prepared and you're on it. Like you're on. And so I love the fact that you're like in preparing for this, I <laughs> thought through these things. They've made an outline. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> yes, made an outline, um, which is so perfect and so perfectly you. And I just appreciate the time that you took to join me on this. I know you've got a busy schedule with um, work and family and kids and, and everything. So I appreciate you making the time for this passion project of mine and to share your joy. And I jotted down a couple of uh, notes as well too, that I'm going to be more present as well. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And I love this project for you. Keep it going. Thanks, my friend. I appreciate you. All right. Take care. You too. Thank you for listening to Our Joy Podcast, brought to you by Bayes Communications. If you want to share your joy with us, or if you want to learn more about the work we do at Bayes, send me an email at kelly at bayescommunications.com. That's Kelly with a Y and Bayes, B-A-I-S-E, communications with an S at the end. You can also follow us on Facebook at Our Joy Project. Until next time, choose joy and be kind to one another.